Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Typical Chicago Fans. Episode 6, presented by The Loop Sports. I am Zach Lilia. You can follow me at TCF. I'm Boomy. You can follow me at TCF if you want to read something funnier than the Twitter uh, handle you just heard. And uh, well, I guess we'll bring it up from our uh, Friday nights at TCF. I've lost every single one, but... You're but looking good right now. What you forget about is that I... Um, I have won all the. I am winning in the betting part of it. Yeah, you're you're kicking my ass. There's no need to beat around the bush. I'm like nine sixteen and one, and I, you are fourteen ten and two. And the worst part is I have not been taking those betting, so that kind of sucks. But it is we'll what it is. It is. It is. Before we get into it, make sure you follow the main page, the main Twitter page at typical underscore Chicago. You can also follow the Loop Sports at the Loop underscore Sports. Make um, sure you give both of those accounts a follow. And we do something cool every every uh, Sunday or Monday or Thursday, I guess. After the Bears game, uh, we put a little poll up to to grade what you think the Bears. Yes. And it's just kind of a, a way to just monitor what the what the Bears fans are thinking. Yep. And uh, after this week, it's gonna be a little tough. But let's go right into our sinkers and floaters. I'll start off with my sinker. Um, this is going to make Boomy a little mad, but uh, LeBron is a teammate. Because what he did last, did last night was ugly. I mean, he he, call, like, he gave Chris Paul a nice little hug, this and that. Like, stand up for your teammates. Do something about it. Listen, all he was doing was being a good human being and trying to defuse the situation. All right. So if you're if you're pro violence and and pro chaos, then sure. In the NBA, take, I'm, I, take the heat you are. I just want to see LeBron do something that was like, I don't know. He always is the shot. He didn't away like from punch him. Rondo in the face. All he was trying to do is defuse the situation. Leave the man alone. He's a peacemaker. I don't. I don't like that. I you're, think he needs to stand up for his teammates more. And. It's not even LeBron. It's just it seems like the whole NBA are just good friends now. Yeah, I think that's just a, like you've heard it on pretty much every you know talking head on on TV that the NBA just the way it is now is not what it used to. Like you never you always hear people like you never saw like Michael Jordan going on vacation with Isaiah Thomas, and you never saw yeah uh, you know like all those bad boy teams being friendly with you know anybody no, they, they let played. It, they let their shoot Reggie they really Miller see each other unless they're on the court. Yeah, exactly. And they nowadays, like Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James are all going on trips together. They're all best friends, and I don't know. I don't like it that much. Right. I like right. the. I like I'm with you on that. I don't like it either. But I mean, if you're gonna be a part of it, like it is what it is. So I think I think LeBron was just being the bigger man and trying to defuse the situation last night. My sinker is uh, drug dealers. Uh, there was a little girl in New York who came home with a vial from school and said that they were teeth. And her mom looked at him like, these don't look right. And turns out they were vials of cocaine that some drug dealer was, I think, running from the cops, threw them over the fence 
because he was getting chased. He didn't want to have the cocaine on him. The kid picked him up, licked him. They had to take the kid to the hospital. Oh so my some gosh. idiotic drug dealer is out uh, three vials of cocaine. I think it was in New York. So some some idiot drug dealer is losing product. I want to know why the kid product. would lick it. Yeah, especially if they thought it was teeth. Like, why would the kid I guess lick I, teeth? I guess I don't want to. I don't go into the mind of a kid. I mean, yeah. you don't really know what they're thinking. But why would you lick anything you just found on the ground? In and a especially vial? if you thought it was teeth. Like, I'm gonna lick these teeth. I don't. I, I couldn't imagine just even at that age just licking a yeah. This girl's like five teeth. years old. They had to like take her to the hospital because like she had like cocaine. That's wild. Yeah. So some idiot drug dealers, you know, out some drugs. You because, were saying uh, before that you had some wild. Some wild sinkers and floaters. Yeah, I, I like to keep it weird. I love this strange news site on the Huffington Post, and I just go on there and I just have a field day with it. So I love it. Love it. Um, so my floater, actually, on the other side of this fight is Rajon Rondo, and he's done, he finally did something that a lot of the NBA, I'm thinking, has wanted to do. Just, just sock Chris sock Paul. Sock Chris Paul. I mean, and what Chris Paul was, oh, he spit in my face. That's why I put my finger. Dude, it wasn't on a purpose. Like, I really don't think he spit but, on him on purpose. But you know what's more disrespectful than getting spit in the face? Getting sack-tapped. Yeah. And he has done it twice in games. It's probably even more than that. Yeah. and That we so, know so you're of. You're going to tell me what's disrespectful? Get out of my face, Chris Paul. Yeah, I'm not dude. a fan of Chris Paul. And I don't. I, I think he, he plays the good guy part. Yeah. But he's not a good guy, I don't I think. Agree. I agree. I literally was thinking the same thing when we were talking about this earlier because like he tries to look all good and clean and you know the the State Farm commercials and it's like, dude, you run around punching people in the nuts all the time. Like don't try to act and, like you're the standard of morality in the and NBA. There's always, like, and there's always uh, things about Chris Paul going after people's locker rooms, Chris Paul trying to go into yeah. secret doors, trying to get after people. And, I mean, he just wants to fight, it seems like. Yeah, and then he just he got his ass rocked last night. Rondo uh, caught him I with that left Ingram hook. Ingram got four. Chris uh, Paul got... R- Rondo got three, and Paul got two. No, I think I I thought I had seen that the uh, both Chris Paul and Rajon Rondo got the same ones because I saw I, because Chris I Paul threw the it was two. Oh, I thought I had heard people saying on Twitter that both of them had gotten probably did get two because I mean that's just Chris Paul. I mean he did throw a punch back. I yeah, mean let's and, not act and like Brandon he was Ingram came out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I did, and that's that what like weird. I was actually watching the game with my wife. She's like, "Why would he do that? Like, that's just stupid. Like, keep your composure." I'm like, "Dude, teammate. he's no, no, no." She's talking about Brandon Ingram. Like, why he started defending your teammate? No, he was he was just being a little piss pants and was mad that he came out of nowhere though. With the yeah, yeah, he, but like even that, like I'm saying to start it, that's what she was wondering about. Like, why did he even start that by shoving? James Harden, like he Ray was John and Chris Paul have not gotten along for many, many, yeah, this, many years. They, there's videos floating around now. Like this goes back like 10, 12 years. Yeah, there was. And uh, somebody just, saw, I saw somebody had a little story. It was like Chris Paul '09. Yeah, had a problem with Ray John Rondo. Yeah. These guys have been in the league for a while. Yeah, exactly. I did see a picture. It was Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James year one, and then Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James. I didn't know they were both in their 16th year. Yeah, in the NBA. yeah, and, Le- and Carmelo's I think one year older because he went and played one year at Syracuse where LeBron came right out of high school so um my floater is uh sharks uh apparently a naked man had jumped in uh to an aquarium shark tank when he was on drugs i'm not really sure where it's at i kind of forgot to read that part um but apparently he got out but if you know people on drugs like he's definitely going to do this again Oh, yeah. He's definitely jumping in this aquarium again, and these sharks are prepared. They've been game planning since he got out, so it's going to be feeding time for these sharks. So I can't wait for for that crazy. So some meth-induced idiot Imagine jumps into a so shark Imagine being so drugged tank. out that you think jumping into sharks naked is going to be a good idea. Yeah. like Jumping into sharks even with clothes on is a wild thought. It is a wild like, thought. And then to, to decide you're going to do it naked, like... Whew. 
there's some levels on that that is just a little is, out of bounds. Well, I don't care. <laughs> These drugs you guys are taking must be some Stop. wild drugs because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially if you're, I can't imagine jumping into sharks. I hate sharks. Sharks yeah. are so scary. You're not much of a water guy as it is, period. No, I'm not a big water guy. I'll stay on the boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's where I belong. And drink beer. Yeah, that's beautiful. And yeah, the water gets so cold sometimes. It's just meh. <laughs> But let's move right into the NFL. Big day. Uh, Huge day in the What a fun day. And I say that it was because. Fun. I get, if you want to call it fun. Yeah, I think it was fun just because it was the first Sunday I've had off since the season started. So it was really nice just to literally sit back and just watch. Of course, my first Sunday off all season, um, my Packers aren't even playing. So I just kind of laid around. I went and got a workout in this morning, got some stuff done around the house, and just watched football all afternoon. A beautiful Sunday. And the Bears lost, so it was you know. Yeah, well, let's go into that. They lost 38 to 31 to the Patriots. Uh It wasn't even that close. It wasn't really it was that close. Mm. But the special teams gave up two TDs. Ugly. That punt, that black punt, he didn't O'Donnell had no chance. No. I mean, he, that guy was on top of him before he even knew it. Really and truthfully, I think Cleo Mack, I mean, say what you want, he almost hurt us today because of the injury. And I mean, it's Cleo Mack, you always want him out there. But it seemed like he was limping all day. He did nothing to help the cause today, really. I don't no. know if he if he had us. I didn't look at the stats, but he didn't seem to do anything. I don't think we, that, had, don't think we really touched Brady. I think yeah, he had a lot of did? time. I think Roquan Smith may have had a sack on him. But yeah, I know someone it. did. And uh, Mitch Trubisky, 26 for 50. That's, 50. that's for 333 52%. yards, two TDs, two INTs. I mean, underthrew a lot of balls. The one INT was because he underthrew it. The one was really bad, though. Like, he threw one, I think, to Bellamy, and Bellamy literally just lost it. Yeah, he lost the ball. The ball literally, I mean, it, it was, you know, five inches from landing in his hands, and he just didn't move his right hand over. Speaking of like, Josh, that's not on him. Speaking of Josh Bellamy, I just don't see it. I don't see where where he's helping the wide receivers. It's He's losing balls in the sun, which that sucks. 0 for 4, 0 for 4 today. I mean... He just isn't doing anything for me. And Kevin White, he did something for me at the end of the game. He had some nice touch. He had some nice. He had his first yeah, but catch the problem of the year is, is it took catch. six weeks, or I guess now five and three quarters games for him to do anything. Yeah, though. but that's not. He has not been on the field very much. That's the problem. They've just been putting Bellamy in over him, so he doesn't get the touches he deserves. Which I mean, just give him a chance. I right. Mean, especially today, he had those two catches. I mean, he's gonna be rolling in the next week, hopefully feeling good. I just I'm not. I guess it's just me being a not a big Josh Bellamy fan. Right, that's I, understandable. I mean, he hasn't done anything to scream today, like, "Hey, throw me the ball, throw me the ball." You the know? defense today was ugly. Didn't thirty eight points. Yeah, that's I mean, a lot. against a backup weeks. running back, it's been the last two weeks that they have not been able to tackle. It's yeah. just like Eddie Jackson uh, and Kamara. no Gronk. Yeah, and no Gronk. I just thought of that. Yeah, I don't know why that took me that long to figure that out. Yeah, they had no Gronk today. Wow. But it was a single that Gronk. Uh, Amukamara just gave up. He's given up on a few tackles the last few weeks. Just it's their defense is making me angry. Remember when Prince Amukamara was like the best defensive back in the league at one point? I think at one point he was the highest paid defensive back in the league. Yeah. And those days are long gone and he looks like they are long gone because he just looks a little like he's lost his step out there. He just does not look very good. I have not been impressed in all the he things I've seen him. He's had a couple decent games, but nothing like, holy crap, this guy's back to be in, you know, an all, uh, a Pro Bowl corner. And I realized, or safety, whatever I realized today that I cannot get over uh, – 
Kyle Fuller missing that interception against Aaron Rodgers, it still makes me mad. Every time I see him arguing with somebody, it just makes me mad. It's just like, dude, shut up. Do your job. Catch that ball. <laughs> yeah, dude, but I think Aaron Rodgers just has that effect. You, I think it before in your head, before you go to catch it, you're like, oh, my God, I might catch a ball from Aaron Rodgers, and then you drop it. You, you say know that, so good. but, I mean, it was on his chest. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Speaking um, of the agreement, Packers, they had a bye week. Bye so. week, which was, I think, very – very deeply needed for Very the needed. shortage at wide receiver. I mean, we've been playing with one of our top three wide receivers. They've been banged up off or on the defensive end. As always, the offensive line's not very good. And I've heard on a couple other podcasts that like you take Aaron Rodgers off this team, and we're picking in the top three. Yeah. I mean, that's how wild of a, a performer he is. And I did forget to talk about it uh, with the Bears. Um, they had a hail mary. Where Kevin White caught it and turned, and I thought it was the touchdown. And he gets stopped at the one-yard line. I mean, think about the the stories they would have wrote. Kevin White catches touchdown to go to overtime, like – the re- and the re- and it looked like uh, the reason Mitchell did not get it to the end zone was he was a little pressured, so he didn't underthrow it a little bit. But dang, that was a hard way to lose. I mean, it was like John Fox would have been beside himself if that would have happened. John Fox. I don't really care what John Fox thinks. John Fox is not very good at what he's doing right now. He's I, not very good at anything. He Let's, looks like he's sleeping every time he's on the TV. Yeah. Like his eyes are like he's about to sleep. Maybe he's high or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Did you get up and watch the early morning game this morning? No. The Chargers and the uh, Titans? No. That was a fun not, game. Fun game. I did not watch it. Uh, didn't really think the two teams were that good. They're not. But then that's what made them good. But I think like... Who won? Uh, actually, it ended pretty wildly. Uh, Tennessee lost by a point, and they had scored a touchdown with like seven seconds left and opted to go for two to try and win it instead of kick the field goal and send it to overtime. And um, they just they didn't convert. So that was a, a pretty wild ending. I don't know what Mike Vrabel's thinking going for two there, but... Yeah. I, where was it, it in London? It was a, Yeah, it was at Wembley Stadium in London. That 8 a.m. game, I don't know. It's just tough for me to get up. Was it 8 or 9? It was 8.30 a.m. kickoff. I got up at about 8.45, and so I think I jumped in at maybe like the 10-minute mark in the first. But I kind of was in and out of it. Have you ever seen a, a good matchup over in London? I want to say last year there was a really good game uh, that happened over there. And, like, I know these two teams aren't very good. I mean, I, at the same time, I'm pretty sure that San Diego is – Five and yeah, San Diego's five and two right now. Are you serious? Yeah, San Diego's is Dude, I, better I noticed than people that think. I think the Panthers won today, and they're five and three or something like that. Or no, they are four and or four, four and two, two, four and two, and they are looking good. Yeah, and they came back to win. I think they were down something like fourteen to nothing. The Eagles are not looking very good. No, no, there's there might be a coordinator getting fired fairly soon I think in Philadelphia because something just is not clicking there I believe they were up at one point uh, either 10 or 17 to nothing and gave up they gave up 21 points in the first fourth quarter uh, to blow that one we talked about it on the Facebook live show the stinker that was the Indianapolis Buffalo game did you see the final there no 37 to 5 Oh, my gosh. Buffalo scored five points Buffalo, in an NFL game. The Bills, I mean, ever since uh, they got Josh Allen hurt, 
Just haven't been the same. And how bad are the Bears? They lost to the Dolphins last week, and the Dolphins got routed by the Lions this week. The Bears are the worst team in the NFC North. That's not true. They that's, lo- that's my, blasphemy. Detroit just routed Miami in Miami. NFL's weird. The NFL is super weird. Or just the Bears aren't that good? I guess the Lions did beat the New England Patriots also. That's true. I just noticed at, well, in Detroit, which it was in Chicago, but... We'll move on. Um, <laughs> the Hawks, I just noticed they are now losing 5-3. to three. They were making a little bit of a comeback. It seems like what the, the Blackhawks love to do is get down and then try to make a comeback in the fourth. At least it's felt third. that way Sorry. for the last week. Yeah. I mean, it's been an ugly week. They to have be Crawford completely back in their oh, defense. They gave up another one. Yeah, their defense is just looking ugly lately. It's a lot of goals. and well, It's just a lot of chances that they have on goal. And I know it's early in the season, so you might be able to look at it. This is a back-to-back. That, I mean, we're literally watching the game right now. They played well last night, came away with a win. Um, I think Kaner had at least – I think he had two goals. I wasn't paying super close attention. We had to go to a little get-together thing. Um, but this is a real classic case of two games and two nights, and it being a young season, these guys are in shape, and they just – they got their asses whipped tonight. And the Lightning are pretty good. Yeah, the Lightning are better than I expected them to be. I'm not exactly sure where I thought they'd be, you know, as far as in the Eastern Conference, but they're tough, man. They, they have a good offense, and the Blackhawks' defense just doesn't doesn't look like it has it right now at, on certain games like these, you know, back-to-backs. These back-to-backs in NHL, I think, is are ridiculous. Dumb. I don't get it. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't like they, them in the NBA. NHL team need a back-to-back? Like, I that's, know. It just, why would you... I guess you're going to make money, but why would you not want to put a better product out there? And you can say the same to the NBA. Like yeah. If you have a team coming off of a back-to-back, especially if they have to travel, like you're just putting out a dog crap product. But even with the NBA, they're not out there, not out there getting smacked and this and that. And I mean, I guess yeah, the NBA is, it is a, a lot more physical. But, I mean, either way, I don't get why any sport would want a back-to-back, other than yeah. baseball, I guess. Yeah, baseball's different. It's, it's a not... I mean, technically, it's not really a contact sport, so it is a lot different. But basketball, even basketball, I feel like, is in the middle where you could go back-to-back if you need to, but I feel like the NBA has too many back-to-backs. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Where hockey, there should never be a back-to-back. No. Because even if you're on, like, the, the third or fourth line, like, even just getting up and skating for two minutes, like, that takes it out of you, man. Yeah. Like, I don't get that. It is wild to think about playing a back-to-back hockey game. Yeah. I mean, my body just hurts thinking about it. Yeah, I was going to say, my knees are starting to ache. But it is nice to have Crawford back. Um, he's looking better than Cam Ward. He's just, like you said, he's just not getting any defensive help. Yep. And you can only stop so many pucks. Right, and like... Last, I, the last night, he did amazing. Yeah, I thought so, too. He he did. He only gave up the one goal, and I, I think that was pretty early. Um, but you know what, like... We can be down on it as far as the Western Central Division, which still even seems weird to say. The Blackhawks are literally one point behind the top three teams, so they're they're right there. Um, and it's again, somebody, it's early in the year, so wait for the defense to come around. I think they'll be okay. They got some young guys that they're still working in and out, so just relax. I'm excited. Uh, the Hawks are looking good, but let's move on to what, who's not doing very good. The Bulls are trash. The Bulls Dude, are over them. I mean, I don't want to say they're trash because I want to keep watching, but their defense is going to give up the most points in the NBA. 
unreal how bad their defense is. Jabari doesn't care, it seems like, on defense. Did you watch? I, I don't know who did it last night, but it was on Twitter um, of a breakdown of some really, really bad possessions by Jabari on defense and how after a couple, maybe it was after the first quarter, they literally started running ISO pick and roll plays so that they had a one-on-one with the point guard going right at Jabari because they knew he wasn't going to be able to defend him. And that's exactly what happened. He got his ass burnt to the rim multiple times. He is a liability on on defense, and he doesn't do enough on offense to to make him – like, I feel like, oh, he's got to be out there. Like, he doesn't. He, and, I don't get it. And everybody wants to wonder, oh, why do you think people are going to add him? Oh, it's because maybe before the season he literally told Admitted. everybody that he was going to not play defense. And I was okay with that if he's going to perform offensively. Like, he's just – he's averaged 12 points a game. That's so wild. Like, come on, man. You've averaged 12 a game and you're not playing defense. You're definitely giving up more than 12 on – on defense, so where, why are you on the floor? You don't have any value right now. Yeah, it's just, I would love to see what his plus minus is because it's probably not good. Because he's, I'm not impressed. So far, I'm pretty pissed off with this signing. I think it's stupid right now. Granted, we're two games in, and I'm probably overreacting. But is it only two games? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're only two. They and lost to Detroit last night, who's not very good either. I mean, Levine looks very good. Uh, he's the first bull. It's like the third bull ever to score thirty points in the first two games. One was Michael Jordan, and one I can't remember the last. It was an older player. I like that, but other than him, I mean, no one's really been doing that great on offense either. Yeah, I mean, Bobby Portis had six last night. Wendell Carter, I liked with or no, he had some nice blocks too. Yeah, Wendell Carter is going to be a two. force. I don't mind that. Cameron Payne had seventeen points last night. That's ugh, that just made me feel sick saying it. Apparently he was uh, carving up uh, Reggie Jackson last night, which good for you. Yeah, congrats. Congrats on. I'd be more impressed if it was Reggie Jackson, Mister October, than Reggie Jackson, the basketball player. And it seems like Blake Griffin's not a big fan of his teammates sometimes, dude, because he doesn't want. He didn't want to be there in the first place. I know. I'm just saying, like, he gets very mad. He knows they're not very good either. And I like Blake Griffin. I always have. I've been a big fan of his for. Since he was a rookie, um, and I yeah, think I like he's actually, him on PMT. He's yeah. a very personable guy. He's a, he's a funny dude. He gets it too, you know. But like, I feel bad. Like he knows he's in Detroit, and Detroit in the winters is about as bad as Detroit in the summer. So yeah, I mean, especially when you got he has to be the first player in the NBA to be have his number retired and play for a different this is team. The dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like that's such a Clippers move. You're such a second class. And I was a Clippers fan back when they they had those runs. You know when they. Leading the West and wins and God, they just—they're idiots. They're such a second class. They want to be the Lakers so bad, but it's embarrassing to be completely honest. It is embarrassing and just ugly. My Lakers have had a tough start too. Well, they're going to have a tough season, honestly. If you really Western look at conferences, and well, yeah, but is it weird that um, the ball kid Lonzo—he's not playing a lot. Is that because what, – what's the reason behind that? You know, I'm not – they have a bunch of guys they're trying to work in right now. But you would um, think you'd be really worried about Lonzo Ball. Your, what was he, their first-round pick last yeah, year? he was like the second or, or two years ago, whatever. Pick. Um, I don't know. He's averaging 23 minutes a game, which isn't terrible, but he's, you know, he's averaging 15 points a game. So Really? I think, in 23 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, only, I'm sorry. He's only averaging 10 points a game. Oh, well, that's – Still pretty good for 23 minutes. Yeah, I apologize. I read the wrong. The wrong He's averaging 10 points a game, Especially two and a half assists, out there hogging the ball. five rebounds a game, but he's only shooting 41% from the field, 41% from three. I just got the, an update on my phone that said Bears, uh, Patriots, takeaways. 
pets win despite turnovers and bears need better. I don't. Okay, I am. I'm just gonna talk about this one more time. I'm not. I'm disappointed in Mitch Trubisky, but this was not Mitch Trubisky's fault. He put up 31, 31 points, points should against be enough to the win. Patriots. Yeah, you got to give him some help. And that right. that uh, was it. I don't think it was a punt return. I think it was just a kick return. Why is not every single kick not kicked into the end zone? Yeah, I'm with you there. You're gonna give give nobody a chance. I'm with you there. And that guy had had a fumble before. Like he was looking to get something going. And we kept, I mean, the tackling on that, did anyone even touch him? It was ugly. Yeah, that was. that's something that has to be addressed this week. Special teams was just, let's not be, the special teams was dog shit this Awful. week for the Bears. I mean, it the, cost, I mean, it cost it, them the game. They gave we talked about this points. with Mason Crosby last week, leaving 13 points in a 10-point. Like, the Bears special teams cost him the game today. Give up 14 points today. Yeah. I mean, that's. Because if you think about it, without those two, the Bears win 31 to 24. That's a seven-point win. And we... Instead of a seven-point loss. And that was tough. It was tough. Let's move on to something a little bit more... Enjoyable. Enjoyable, I guess. I like talking about it. The Cubbies. Um, you got to love the Cubs. They give you a little bit of a bright spot. Because you know they're going to be good next year. Yeah. And it was... All right. I'm going to hold you up here. It was glorious... Yeah, to see to the, see the, the Brewers, Brewers lose. And I even tweeted about this last night. I don't care that the Brewers had success. I'm pro- like, good for you guys. You got to taste a little bit. The thing, the reason I was tweeting about the Dodgers last night is because I'm so sick and tired of piss pants Cardinal or White Sox fans jumping on the Brewers bandwagons just to be shitheads. Like, that drove me insane. Like, I like how the drunk Rizzo was like, I don't mean to troll, but gotta. Yeah, exactly. And like, I if it was everyone been, that was on the Brewers bandwagon when they're beating the Cubs, like get on my face. Yeah, exactly. Like, even like our buddy Dom says it all the time. Like, yeah, but we don't have to like sell tickets at the gas station. You know, like you're. I get you're a small market, but like, I I that doesn't even. And bother I would say me. both teams in this in the uh, NL. Uh, the Dodgers and Brewers, neither team have a very good following for fans, I don't think. No, LA fans LA are is not just, I mean, best. LA's probably There's trying, so much to trying harder there. to sell tickets than it is in Milwaukee. Right. And like, if you think about it, the the Brewers have got to be happy that the Packers are just kind of average right now. Because if the Packers were like really good, I feel like most Brewers fans wouldn't care about baseball. Yeah, it sucks that the Packers suck. But um, if you're looking for a Head pres- of the Bears, oh, that's interesting because the Bears are behind the Packers, I believe, in the standings. And it's a bye week. So who sucks now? Weird. But if you're looking for a present for Christmas or something like that, uh, some tickets I to am. some upcoming Cubs games in the next season, or Blackhawks games, or Bulls games, um, you can go to SeatGeek. SeatGeek. One of my favorite apps. Oh, it's the best app. SeatGeek is a ticket search engine that never loses the sight of the fan experience. Simply go to their website, type in the name of a team, and choose the date you're looking to attend. SeatGeek will present you with a graphic chart of the stadium where you can choose your seats and tickets based on a score system that determines the best value. If you've never used SeatGeek before, we've partnered with them to have it, give you a great deal. Apply the coupon code THELOOPSPORTS in all caps at checkout to take $20 off of your first purchase with SeatGeek. A $50 night turns into two at the ballpark becomes $30. What a deal. Or $23. A $23 trip by yourself turns into just $3 with the coupon code THELOOPSPORTS in all caps. You have no excuse not to go and root for your favorite team. Just apply the code the Loop Sports, in all caps again, at checkout and have a great time on us. Thank you to SeatGeek and 
for partnering with us at the Loop Sports and typical Chicago fans. And we're just doling out 20s over here. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm not yeah. big at giving out money, but if no. on the podcast I can give you some money, I love it. Listen, we bought some mic stands a couple weeks ago, and I had to request money on Venmo from this guy. He's just out here doling out 20s. I'm out here doling out 20s. I, I had to request it on Venmo, and he's just out here doling them out. I was just, I what almost, a guy. I almost just texted him the, the promo code, and yeah, I'm like, that would have worked. It would have been I gave you three extra dollars, actually. There's <laughs> your tip. That would have been kind of funny. That would have that been great. I just would decline it and say, just just text you the promo code. <laughs> go to the Loop Sport. Or and go to here's my 20. And use promo code the Loop Sport. If you're a part of our family and you're listening to this, you might be getting some uh, tickets from us. Yes, there's a good chance most people in our family are getting tickets for Christmas. And maybe it's cheap Bulls tickets. Uh, sorry. Sorry about you. But yeah, you're you just got Because maybe this $20 could maybe buy you a ticket to some of these next games because I don't know who wants to go to them right now. No, I don't. These de- the defense is really pissing me off. Back into the Cubbies. They yes. hired a new hitting coach. Can you tell me the name? I'm not very good at saying it. Anthony Laposi. Laposi, that's what oh. it is. We, we had some highly contested debate on this on our Friday nights with TCF show, which you can catch on Facebook. Uh, we go live at either 8 or 9 every Friday night. But if you want to go back and watch them, they have all been uploaded to our YouTube page, Typical Chicago Fans. Uh, go back and watch those. But we got uh, had a nice uh, viewer friend of ours clarify this spelling and yeah, pronunciation. It's always funny to see somebody try to say it or like during the comments. Yeah. They got like the spaces and stuff and you're just like, Lep- Lep- it's still hard to say. But he seems like he, he's been with the Cubs before. Um, it seems like he's more of a launch angle guy is what yeah. they're trying to say the Cubs need. And it just seems like maybe he'll bring some more, I don't know, new style. He, it's a generation thing too. I think like Chili Davis was just out of touch, and like you even saw in his exit interview when he was, or not in his exit, you know, whatever he did when he was blaming millennials and stuff. Like he's just not in touch with the kids that the Cubs have around right now, and I think that that definitely had a detriment to to what happened to the Cubs this year on the offensive end. So I think bringing in Laposi is going to be, you know, maybe rejuvenate things. He's a younger guy. He gets the saber metrics. He gets some of the different things. Let's just see where it t- I, I just think it's a good feeling to have right this now. This team is full of young guys looking for a Some guy big to come bats in and, too. Yo, big bats. Huge bats. And it's, I'm still looking to see uh it's going to be probably a few more months, but see what the Cubs do. I just don't I feel like that team's just not going to be the same next year. Yeah. There's going to be I hate to say it, but Ian Happ, Moro, Schwarber might be gone. Amoro, uh Schwarber, they might be all gone, which yeah. I mean, with when you have this many players on a team that are good, it's then bound you, something's going to happen. Gonna happen. Yeah. Especially when your bullpen did what it did last year. And with your starting pitching is getting a little bit older every year. Um, not sure what's going to happen with Cole Hamels. I'm hoping they can sign him to an a, a extension a little bit because I think he likes it in Chicago. Yeah. He's a good fit. He's rejuvenated. Uh, John Lester's good- hopefully got a few more years on him. You uh, Darvish. We forgot about you Darvish. We'll be back next yep. year. Um, hopefully looking to get... I don't know. Cy Young candidate, you Darvish. There, I said it first. I, I'm excited to see what he has. I'm really excited. I know we uh, hated on him a lot. Uh, a lot of Chicago I hated him. I, I, I just, loved it. It just, I didn't love him getting hurt and uh, not being there for the team. It sucks knowing what the Cubs starting lineup should have been. But, I mean, I, the thing about it is if we never, if this is my sounds dumb to say, Darvish doesn't get hurt, we don't get Hamels. Yeah. I just don't see it. And we still have Tyler Chatwood in the start with rotation. Tyler Chatwood needs to never play baseball for the Cubs again. He's still got him for two more years. Yeah, I know. For just give him money. his give him his twenty million dollars and tell him he can go home and play with his dog or something. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't need him throwing balls all day for me. It, 
that the guy when he he never everyone was saying oh he's this and that I never once saw it never once did he have a great start not once did he he throw more there's no way his ball a strike were just unbelievable yeah it was. It was a failed experiment. I mean, like, I hope he bounces back, and I hope he can be a part of the rotation next year and that he's got his stuff back. But, like, this was a bad experiment, and this looks bad on the front office because they kept saying, like, oh, his stats away from Coors Field were so good, so good, and then come to find out, like, they might have been just smoke and mirrors and but, playing against But you know, Theo, at the end of the season, did come out and say that that was a mistake. He owns up to all of his mistakes. Yes, he does. Even though he, he makes them with the signings, he always owns up to it. Yeah. And, I mean – I just don't see – I don't think they're going to give Chatwood another chance. That's my thing. I don't think he deserves another chance. I mean, he didn't even pitch well in the minors last year, at the no. end of this year. No. Ugly. He seemed pretty disinterested. And I'm ready to see what <coughs> – have you seen anything about Chris Bryant's surgery? Nothing. Anything with the injury? I don't know if I, I don't know if they're being hush-hush about it, but I have seen next to nothing about it. I, I, I thought the same thing the other day. I'm like wondering, what about Chris Bryant? Like the whole thing was he needed to have the surgery at the end of the season. He wasn't 100% the end of the se- at the end of the season. And I've heard nothing. Yeah, it's it's. I don't know how and to feel it, about it. If, it. if it if Scott Boris has something to do with it, he definitely is just covering it up. Yeah, that's kind of what my thought was. Like something has probably happened, and Scott Boris just doesn't want to say anything to anybody. Especially after the press he got after they turned down the extension. Million, yeah. But that's what that's whatever. I'm not that's I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah, I, I'm really not. And you know what? Like just talking about the future of the Cubs next year kind of makes me feel like warm and fuzzy and comfortable. Question. What do you, oh it makes me feel you know like really good and warm and just just real good, but not as good as when I wear my 26 shirts shirt. All right, we're excited to that's partner. Nothing to say. <laughs> it was that was a tongue twister. But we're we're excited to partner with Twenty Six Shirts again for the month of October. Twenty Six Shirts sells cool T-shirts backed by an even cooler mission: helping people in need. Every two weeks, they offer an exclusive T-shirt for just twenty five bucks, and a portion of the proceeds from each sale goes to help a person or family in need or an organization heavily involved in community outreach. The artists who provide the designs receive a percentage, a life is impacted, and you get a limited edition sports-themed T-shirt that will go in the 26 shirts vault, never to be printed again. Portions of the proceeds from the sales of these shirts go to help a person in need of serious financial assistance due to overwhelming medical bills. You can read more about the particular cause on the website. Thank you to 26 Shirts for sponsoring the podcast for the month of October. Go to 26shirts, that's 26shirts.com, to order your shirt and help out a worthy cause. I've got mine, my Captain uh, Jonathan Tay's shirt, nice little Captain America mock design. I, I'm excited to wear it to a Blackhawks game. Especially with Tay's looking so good this year, Kane yeah. looking so good this year. I'd love to have him back. Exactly. So head on over. Thanks again to 26shirts and SeatGeek for sponsoring the podcast. Much love. We appreciate you. Love it. Uh, go back to my question I was about to ask. Who would you rather have at this point, Machado or Harper? Because I know mean, it was a big controversy. I keep going back and forth on this, and I think I I I'm still think I want Harper, but I wouldn't mind with the Manny Machado for the fact that, like, watch Manny Machado last night when the Brewers' whole organization was just ready to just shit on him, and he lays down a bunt, gets a rally going, and I love when he gets to first base and turns to the crowd and gives his old I hate his attitude. Shake. I, I hate it because I don't care about the acting, whatever, if you want to act like you're better than this and that, but do not come out and ever say that you don't hustle and you're not, the hustle's not this and that and like, 
That's not what I want to hear when I'm about to sign you to a big contract. Somebody will pay him a lot of money. I know that. But I just think what the Cubs have right now, they don't need something like that to come in and ruin it. I don't know if because he would. With Machado, is he played for Baltimore. He's always under the radar, this and that, the media. Then you go to the big media in Los Angeles, and you go out in your first playoffs, you say something stupid like that. I just, I, it really I do. Me the I mean, way. and I've, I've thought this for a while. Like, he's a dirty player. And he's really proven that in this that, That's not even my problem, honestly. Like, I don't really care if he's a dirty player. There's a lot of dirty players. Yeah. But when you say something like that, that just talks to your character. Dude, but I don't know if it's like as bad as the media is making it sound. Like, I don't feel like I, don't I really read care. it, I mean, a quote that he actually said, I don't hustle. But if you if somebody is taking out of context and you definitely said something like that, and he does give off that kind of attitude, just blah, blah, blah. I mean, he's I mean, the, same the same guy same time, who threw like, a bat at produces. somebody. He's the same guy who threw a bat at somebody because he got hit because he did something to deserve to get hit. I think he is just – I just don't want him on the Cubs. I'd much rather have – Oh, yeah, I'm still with you. I would I'd much, much rather, rather have, have Bryce Harper. I'm completely with you there, but I wouldn't – because I was honestly on the Machado, he's great at shortstop. This no, he's not a good defensive shortstop. No, what I mean is he'd be a shortstop, a good hitter. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I'm, uh, I guess this is hard to say, but you can find a lot of good defensive, defensive shortstops. Yeah, it's hard Addison, to find a, one Russell's that hits both. A good defensive shortstop can't hit his way out of a paper bag. Yeah, there's a lot of guys like it's hard to find a shortstop that's both ways. Javi Baez is a very rare athlete. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does things that a lot of people. I mean, look do. at even like Arcia up in Milwaukee. Like he's not a by any stretch of the imagine a great offensive hitter. Oh, he's, he's a, horrible, and he actually was one of the worst hitters in the league. And the game he played against the Cubs, he was four for four, I think. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like you don't have. Like, I feel like maybe like 10 years ago, you had maybe even longer than that. Like, shortstops used to be a little bit more powerful back when we were growing up, but I could just be romanticizing the past. I don't oh, know. There's a lot of people like, like a lot like of No Mar Garcia Parra. I think if Derek there's Jeter. somebody who is good at defense and not good at offense, they should just call him the Darwin Barney. Yeah. Because he was like a, gold, a gold glove, glove and second baseman stinks. and hit 111, probably. Yeah, he was trash. I mean, he was awful. I mean, if you think he could have been one of the better second base into the league, if he could just hit. Yeah, he couldn't hit to save his life. Yeah. But uh, like we were talking about the big Rondo-Chris Paul fight last night. We were thinking we're going to go into our top three sports fights. This will be our closing segment, but this is probably going to be our best one, folks. Yeah, because, I mean, who doesn't love a good fight? What I hated last night, too, was, like, the second they threw punches, all they talked about was suspensions. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like Exactly. Back in the NBA, back in the day, they used to go after each other every game, and there's no way they were getting suspended. Right. Like, I do think that the refs managed that fight last night so poorly. Like, they had security soon, on the field, on, well, the, field, they, on the court. Well, as soon as uh, Ingram pushed James Harden, like, none of the refs separated them. No, you know, like the they were so are, slow to and, get in there. Like, and to their credit, there's not a lot of fights like that in the NBA anymore. So they're not really used to those right, kind of fights. But still, like no, they're taught, is, like as soon as like someone's pushed, you need to get in there. And like I just felt like they were slow getting in do, there. Like hockey uh, refs do. Yeah, they come out there, they kind of let them fight, and then they get in there. Yeah, that's almost what it looked like. And like I said, I think it was a stupid. Re- I mean, the poking of the fa- poking my face. Like if you poke my face, you smush my face, I'm gonna punch you in the jaw. And guess what? I, I guess, guess he punched you, him in the eye. You said, like, you think you could get spit? If you're talking loud and you're talking like... Dude, I spit all the time. Somebody, I could spit all the time. I've probably spit on this microphone like three times since we started talking, so... Yeah, I mean, that's just a stupid... Like I said, 
all things because what it Chris looked Paul. like to me when I watched like the enhanced version was that like sweat you know like when you're playing basketball and you get sweat on your upper lip and you breathe and it kind of sprays that's what it looked like to me it didn't look like he like yeah if Ray John Rondo on you like, intentionally he would give you a loogie oh yes and what I always say about Ray John Rondo is he he knows he's a, a like a d bag yeah he, he plays he owns the part it. he he says it Chris Paul is fake he's always so fake about it yeah like just play the part and because you you do it on the court just play right. the part off the court yeah no I'm with you there but how do you want to do this when you do a little rock paper scissors to go first <sighs> I seem to lose these every time but I just say I, I think uh, I already know rock them. paper scissors right rock, rock paper, paper scissors. scissors shoot you won I won all right my first and best sports fight of all time is without a doubt the malice at the palace. I knew that's I watched I, that I video. I knew that I watched that video probably five times a year just to watch Ron Artest just run up into the f- crowd and just punch some fat Speaking guy that, Steven in the face. Jackson was uh, one of the reasons why uh, LeBron James was my sinker. He did call him out. But that's because Steven Jackson is nuts. So Steven Jackson I mean, is about that life. He's about like, that life. I mean, if there's a he's probably the biggest about that life player in the NBA. Yeah. And the thing is, was it Jimmy Butler who used to say about that life? I don't Cause know. he ain't about that life. Jimmy mm. Butler. He was homeless at one point. Okay, I, that sucks. I, I feel bad for him. It's great he made it to the NBA, but he started hanging out. With you don't Mark want Bergen. It just got trashed. You don't want Stephen Jackson smoke, is what? No, you're that's you don't want Stephen Jackson. I think he actually got into it with uh, the Wiggins and the Wiggins brothers yeah, when they were talking trash yeah. about Jimmy Butler. He kind of got into it with the yeah. He still works out. He He's still looks still a crazy jacked. person. I mean, he's still crazy, and he don't care. Yeah, he, I, and the best part is he does all these videos of smoking a doink. Yeah, smoking <laughs> joints high as hell. Doesn't just, care. Don't care. I mean, he's he got millions. Care. I mean, he probably used to come to games high. Right, that guy don't care. Right, and like I guess he said, was though, a great basketball player. He was too. fun to watch. That is without a doubt though the malice at the palace still to this day like. Ron Artest laying down on the, the scores table. A beer hits him. You mean Meta World off. Peace? Yeah, Meta World Peace. He takes off into the crowd, punches some fat guy. Oh, it's just, it's hilarious. It's unreal. And everybody's like, oh, this is the biggest black eye in, you know, basketball. Like, come on. Like, it, it was funny. We were talking before the show about some of them. I can't believe we didn't bring this one up. My favorite fight is when Michael Barrett, Knocked out AJ Brzezinski. Well, you must not listen to me because I definitely brought that up. Oh, then maybe you did. But <laughs> speaking of that, uh, AJ Brzezinski doing the um, games recently, like some baseball uh, analysts and stuff like that. No, thank I you. don't need to hear what AJ Brzezinski no. has to say. AJ Brzezinski is a dirtbag. Yes, I don't need to know what he said. He is one of the dirtiest players. It ever catch. I don't care what you have to say. It doesn't matter. Everything you say is just <laughs> stupid, and it just sounds stupid to me. I'm with you. And I, I I've hated never, it. I've always hated AJ. He's always been the the, the the guy, just always trying to. Everything was against the Cubs, and then when AJ, when uh, Michael Barrett knocked his ass out, that was that was. That was I think I like that one so much because that one brought upon the the greatest Gift. Cubs, no, the greatest Cubs sports T-shirt ever made, which was the picture, and it says, "Who says the Cubs can't hit." Yeah. Still the greatest shirt I've ever seen in my life. It may have been one of Michael Barrett's best moments for the Cubs, too, because... Just rocked I mean, him. He was a good player, but he was also... Eh, he was average. Iffy. The Cubs have always... I'm not going to talk about it. Wilson Contreras, they're catching this last year, was a little weak. And Contreras needs to come back in. Yeah, he'll be bit. all right. He'll bounce back. Boomy, what's your number two? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Pedro Martinez versus Don Zimmer. 
the old Yankees one. Red Sox classic where this it's so funny and that's another video like when I get bored in the summer I will watch that video at least once a year just because Pedro Martinez just grabs like a 78 year old Don Zimmer and just whips him to the ground like it's Don Zimmer should not have been out there and no. Pedro just grabs him and throws him to the ground like you probably shouldn't be throwing elderly people to the ground but like Don Zimmer was going at Pedro and like I, he he could have hit him, or he could have you know tried to punch him, but all he did was like just sit down, old man, and he threw him to the ground. It's pretty funny. It is what I mean, like we, just knowing Don Zimmer too, like he was kind of an asshole. And you think about it, he's coming at him, like yeah. What do you expect him to do? He's gonna run away from this old man he running did just at palm and bald head and just threw, threw him to the ground. On the ground. Oh, that was a great one. He just barrel rolled over, and I think Pedro ended up getting jumped by like four Yankees for that. But I mean, yeah, it's a classic. Loved it. My second one's actually another Cubs one. I think it's the only thing Kyle Fonsworth ever did for the Cubs when oh. he literally picked up the guy when he ran at him from Cincinnati and just threw him to the ground, and then just went to town. MMA. I mean, it seemed like he was attack. waiting for that to happen. Since the day he got in the Major League Baseball. Yes. That like he was had a been great waiting one. for somebody to finally run at him and he could tackle them to the ground. That was a great way. And then, if I remember right, didn't the guy get up and had like blood all over his face? Oh, yeah. Kyle Farnsworth had it on his jersey. Like that was beautiful. I can't remember who the guy, maybe like, a, I think his last name was Walker. Even though he's Kyle Farnsworthless to me. Oh, I love Kyle Farnsworth. That's, that, I like him for that. I, I was a big Kyle Farnsworth fan. I liked him as a guy, but not a very good pitcher. Do, can, do we only get three because i've got like a ton yeah let's do three all right i mean because they, they kind of start repeating after a while you're, you're like putting mine me, we're kind of repeating are there yeah you're putting me in a rock in a hard place um that's the point this is a tough one i think i am gonna go yep i'm gonna do it Xavier Cincinnati in that 2011. Yancey Gates just blasts some chubby white guy who comes on the or when they were in the corner. Um, I mean, he just hammered him. I mean, it was like a right hook, just right to the. Uh, I think it was above the eye. I'm watching the video again right now on this website, but it was hilarious. I remember them like I think he got suspended for like ten games or something, and it just got ugly. It's a big. I, I'm a big college basketball fan, so that was a big rivalry. You know, Xavier Cincinnati, and like they're in the same town, and it just was chaos. Absolute chaos. I, I loved every second of it. I love it. I'm gonna throw a little bit of a curveball to this last one. It's when uh, Marcus Smart knocked that white piece of shit out from. Te- was it? That yeah, was Marcus Smart, right? That, yeah. Yeah, that guy who said something that never should be said and got his ass laid out. Yeah, we. And that was great because it's one of those things, athlete. You're not supposed to respond to a fan, but that guy was sitting front row, just talking shit. Should I mean that? He was. Did he use the N word? Didn't he? Yes, he did. And um. Deserved to get his ass knocked out. Yes, that it was, was awesome. great. I mean, it, it turned out to make Marcus Smart not look good in the media for that little bit. Should never been suspended, I don't think. I mean, I guess he, should, he has to be suspended for it. But you think about somebody who says that to you in the middle of a game, a heated game. Yeah, on like, the road. And that guy was in his face, too. I mean, he's lucky he he didn't go to the – I mean, he, maybe he did go to the hospital. I mean, Marcus Smart could have done some very bad damage to that guy. Yeah. Marcus Smart's a crazy guy. That that one was wild. We I think we should probably throw a couple honorable mentions in there though. You want to go five? Let's go five. Let's go I five. think I'm ready for five. Um, my fourth is I feel like all mine are basketball, but I don't even know if you've ever seen it. Do you ever see the Kermit Washington 
punch Rudy Tomjanovich in the in the face. I'm gonna watch it right now. If you haven't watched that video, people, go watch it. I'm pretty sure he ended. Yeah, he gave a concussion, a broken nose, and a jaw uh, that later uh, had shown the spinal fluid had leaked into his mouth. Okay, so the guy misses a free throw, goes up. Dennis Rodman kind of gets hit to the ground here. Kicks the... Oh, wait. What are you watching? You're watching the wrong one. Kermit no, Washington and Rudy it, it, Tomjanovich. It's just the 10 most dis- unsportsmanlike stuff. Okay, but, but go just- watch that video because Kermit Washington, Rudy Tomjanovich comes up to like break up a fight and as he's running into the fight, Kermit Washington turns around and just cocks back and hits him right in the nose. Or, no, he hit him in the cheek because it broke his jaw. Um, he had a concussion. That, like I said here in the article, they he had spinal fluid leaking into his mouth. Like, Unbelievable. That is insane. Like, if you get a chance, make sure you watch that video because that looked like something out of, like, a bare-knuckle underground fight. It was pretty insane. My – I wouldn't say this is a fight, but when, when – um, Indiana coach. Why is I drawing a blank on his name? Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight With threw the chair. the chair. That was great. Wild. Because I mean, that just doesn't. Ha- I mean, it doesn't happen nowadays. It never happened before. No. I mean, he was. Let's just say. I bet you Bobby Knight started a few fights in his locker room. Well, because apparently he stories? used to bring shotguns. He brought a shotgun. He shit in the middle of the locker room floor once. Like. Th- Bobby Knight is top five, maybe dirtbags in the league. He's also one of the best basketball I know, coaches but, of all time. I know, but he just plays. He's just too. Bl- I don't like it how was he nuts. No, I just don't like how he does like doesn't acknowledge Indiana right now. And he just won't well, go to their yeah. stuff, and he yeah. won't do this and that. Like, come on, man. Like, get over well, it. Didn't he, he, I don't even know if he ended up losing his job, but remember he, like, grabbed a player by the throat? Bro. Yeah. Who was the Who was the basketball player that... Latrell Sprewell grabbed... grabbed uh, oh, was I can't that Van Gundy? No, no, no. It was uh, P.J. Carlissimo. He just grabbed him and choked, choked him out. Choked him out, yeah. There's rumors that P.J. said the N-word, but, like, pretty much every... Or I guess I shouldn't even say rumors. Latrell Sprewell claims that he said the N-word and no one else said he did, so... That one was pretty wild. I think for my last one, this is a tough one. I'm going to go a little outside, and it's probably because I love this one because I hated Cortland Finnegan, but Cortland Finnegan getting his ass whipped by Andre Johnson. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. They were ja- John, oh, John, yeah. John, and I, and Andre ripped his helmet off and just beat the piss out of him. Yeah, that was wild. That was hilarious because Corlin Finnegan was known for being one of the biggest shit talkers in the NFL, and Andre Johnson had just had enough. He was at one point he was on top of him, just like punching the back of his head. One of the best fights I've seen in the NFL. Because usually it's just dudes punching each other in the face mask, which is stupid. My uh, my last one would be the Jose Batista. What was the guy's name? Rugrindo Dor. I mean, that's what I was. Re- I mean, you never see some guy just get <sighs> punched that hard right in the middle of a field. <laughs> it's like, like a maze. Soccer punch. I mean, not soccer punch. I guess they're looking right at each other. But, I mean, he got blasted him. Smacked. I mean, it was wild. And it's one of those fights you just never really see. You see, like, scrums. Yeah. But you don't see it in the open open second base. Just get sucker punched. It looked like it was in the middle of, like, a boxing ring. Because it was legit. Like, he put his fists up and just rocked back and just... Jose Batista, man. I mean, somebody has really fallen off in baseball. He's also been around for like 15 years. People forget that. People forget how old he is. Yeah, he came in like. I mean, he's just been on the downhill ever since he had that big bat blip. Yeah. That was one of the. And they call me Joey Bats. That was one of the biggest, biggest bat flips of all time. That was a. But it was one of the biggest moments, too. But 
I love the I love a good bat flip. Oh, more bat flips every time. Unless Ryan Braun is doing it. Yeah, well, he did that in Jag off. So Ryan Braun. Hopefully, you like your off season. Yep. I, I did see a great tweet last night that was like, I can find solace in the Cubs' early departure, knowing that another year will go by that Ryan Braun won't have a World Series ring. Yeah, I don't. I don't like that okay talk though. That. Nothing helps me get over the Cubs' loss. Still on the Cubs. I'm just happy the Brewers lost because yeah. of all the shit they gave us and stuff like that. But it doesn't help. None of this helps me with the Cubs. None of this makes me feel better because the Cubs should be in the spot. Yeah. I mean, the Cubs could have beat. That Dodgers team is not very good. No. I mean, I think the I think the uh, Red Sox are going to. It might to, be a sweep. A sweep. I mean, they're not even close. It's at most going to be. I might put money on five games because I think the Dodgers will get like game three at home. Okay. I have another thing about to say. Jesse Rogers. Is he so? Does he just work for anybody? He works for ESPN. So he's not. He's not just a Cubs guy. No, because I saw him in the locker room last yeah, night getting poured on by Eli Shelby. Don't ever come around my Cubs anymore. He's doing his job. I know, but it just made me mad. I no, don't like seeing that pouring it on he's his head. He's just doing his job. I, I'm, not, I'm also not a big Jesse Rogers guy. I'm not either. His but. tweets are so annoying during games. I mean. Just being rude. Yeah, I'm not a fan, but like he's I don't, just like a Nick Ferdell. Like you know, they're not really fans. I yeah. it would, as stupid as it sounds, I guess maybe it it helps with the bias. They can't just hire co fans and right. They Bulls can't fans. hire like me and you to go write for like. But ESPN it is weird for the seeing Cubs. that somebody that covers the Cubs all year gets to go and do something like that. Which I get it. it, it I think he's. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure he is an ESPN Chicago employee, and technically that covers Milwaukee because there's no ESPN Milwaukee. No, but he was in the Dodgers locker room getting. Like celebrating with no, him. he was yeah. They I don't know. Yes, there's a picture. Yes, yeah. Week, I don't know what the, it on his I don't know exactly what his title is, but I know he works for ESPN. So I'm just saying. I'm gonna I, cut him a little. I'm just seeing what I saw, but uh, it was a great. It was fun. Great episode. Uh, nice Sunday night. Yeah, the scary is keeping him go away, and for at least a few more minutes because it's about nine fifteen. <laughs> yeah, you've only got a couple hours till you got to be at work. <laughs> yeah, it's a couple. A couple hours is. And not it's only right. gonna be like forty this week, so that shouldn't be too bad. You suck. <laughs> it, it did actually. I think uh, around in, uh, where we live, it fall forgot to happen. Oh yeah, it, it just forgot to happen. Didn't exist. Didn't exist. I mean, we went straight from summer weather to cold ass weather, which I uh, it's forty one degrees right now. I was in Madison on Saturday and it was snowing. Yeah, I heard that. I heard it snowed a lot. It snowed here too. It didn't snow a lot. I mean, it was just snow. People were very well. It covered the ground. Y- yeah, I, the warmest day we're gonna have this week is sixty two degrees. Literally. 15 minutes after it stopped snowing it was sunny so i mean I it, people made it seem like they'd never seen snow before right it is i guess it is wild to see before november but yeah it was a little wild but thank you guys for all listening uh you can follow me at z tcf you can follow the main page at typical underscore chicago you can follow the loop sports at the loop underscore sports shout out to our sponsors seat geek and 26 shirts.com you can follow me at booming tcf make sure you follow us on facebook instagram and go subscribe to our new youtube page and go watch some friday nights with tcf videos they're getting better and better every they week are. the graphics really are getting are. better shout uh, out producer joe man he's killing it lately he is killing it we, we he makes us having, look a lot better and i think we like uh like when we're having like a random conversation with him, we'll call him producer Joe just because we think it's so cool to say. Yeah, <laughs> we're just like, hey, producer. Joe. I don't even know if he likes it, but we like no, we it. No, we don't. I mean, I guess we don't really ask, but we're just like, hey, producer Joe. And he's like, <laughs> you, he literally came in the door on Friday night, and you're like, yo, producer Joe's here. He's like, I, I have a regular name. Yeah, you, know like, me, you could you, just call me Joe. <laughs> but it's just so cool to know that you're a producer. <laughs> but again, thank you guys for listening, and uh, have a great week, and stay warm. Bye bye.
Peace. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.